1: If what you say is true, the Shaolin and the Wu-Tang could be dangerous.
0: Your mother sucks big fucking elephant dicks. You got that?
1: Come on now, dog. You know I give you the mad, fat, superfly, stupid, dope, dumbass, retarded, bomb shit props? Take a big step back
0: and literally fuck your own face! Throw an eight. Oh, oh only eight cans. That's four less than we're used to. But honestly, I take home seltzers every week. Yeah. You know what but I
1: mean? We have, there's four flavors. We drink four seltzers. They're
0: 4%. Turn into garage seltzers.
1: Right. <laughs> <laughs> the, the bungalow bev, dude. And I do like the a. Beverage of I choice. do a Friday
0: morning clean out of the garage and uh, <laughs> just scoop up cans and boxes. You know. Yeah.
1: But yeah. half
0: those cans are full of butts. Oh, yeah. By all means. I just, mean, I, I, yeah, because that's where I smoke. It's winter.
1: Duh. I'm not going to sit outside. No, like, fucking <laughs> Like some side of a fucking, like, <laughs> like fucking, some street vagrant. Some poor person.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so bad. Uh, you know. Yeah. Durango's all
1: about the poor people, clearly. Obviously. Yeah. Have you paid rent here? Of course it's about poor people.
0: Are we going to say welcome to the Whiskey Reel? Because it seems a little weird this week.
1: No. We're not going to say welcome to the Whiskey Reel. All right. No. All I right. I think we go right in. We're going to have to give some sort of minor explanation, but what I would say is, you know... Well, go for it. I'm recording right now. Oh, you are?
0: Yeah. Oh, We're well. live.
1: Oh, I thought we were going to do a pregame. We're live. Oh, I thought we were pregame. Dude, this God-dammit. is handsome
0: boy free flow. Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, sometimes yeah, we, when I freestyle, I lose confidence. <laughs> I lose
1: confidence. <laughs> Dude, um, yeah, so we're doing an we're doing an impromptu. Uh, obviously this isn't a regular whiskey reel. You can tell by the title and description or lack thereof. I don't know what's going to happen yet. We kind of had of a last minute audible that we had to call. We did. Um, We won't go down the rabbit hole of why we had to do that. I know. Uh, Suffice it to say that. It's kind of
0: an Omaha YX banana.
1: Absent banana. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Omaha, Omaha. Um, Suffice it to say that uh, the captain of the SS Chudinsky has been grounded at least temporarily. Um, Old Chuddy buddy is uh, not here right now. and, and, And it's nothing, you know, he's fine. It's, you know, he had. I think he had. I'm pretty little,
0: sure he has the Takate virus.
1: He has. He does. He does. He has the Carta Blanca virus. <laughs> uh, the Pacifical <laughs> flu. The, the the clase azul virus. <laughs> um, for you fans of fine tequila out there, um, yeah, he had kind of a thing. He had to take care of and maybe next week if if he wants to he will he will tell you why I'm not gonna air out anybody's laundry
0: so uh- well you and I have never been shy about uh, taking these opportunities to have a little Handsome boy takeover. Oh no, for sure, dude. uh, It's uh, it's Sunday.
1: It's technically still brunch time or thereabouts. So and the whole idea of handsome boys was that we could all have brunch together. So we're almost there. Well, we we are doing bubbles. We are doing bubbles. Um we again thusly called an audible on what we're drinking today too. And um I had a guy so here, I guess we should introduce ourselves, our, our abbreviated introduction. Um, to my left and my right is one Mr. Bobbeth Van Noyes, uh the, the well-known Lothario of our little town of Durango, Colorado. And... Uh, he is—he uh, is obviously of the Tallahassee Van noises. I—I I, I know I don't have to say that every week, but I—I I think his lineage deserves sure. the proper recognition. <laughs> um, and so, and uh, my name is one Mister Aaron Antonio Branderis of the Roan Brandarises. Um, and again, this is handsome boys. We're not going to number this as a whiskey reel. Uh, we have our hundredth episode. We gave ourselves room for one mulligan. Over the next two months to use, right. and I guess we're using it now. Uh, but we're gonna regale you I, with some. stuff. I feel stuff. like this is
0: always that thing that's like presented by the whiskey reel.
1: Yes, it's under the whiskey. The Real's whiskey reel presents. Right, right. I don't know why. I don't know why the whiskey reel, handsome do, boy brunch, <laughs> would would put up money to fund. But this you show. didn't
0: actually have brunch today. I didn't. Unlike you for a Sunday.
1: Yeah, I'm a big brunch guy. Um, and we'll we'll uh, yeah. Uh, I. Had the the great fortune, actually, of taking my daughter to a local uh, trampoline center. So this is in a town that's next to us called Farmington, which we call Charmington or Charmingdale. And it is, um, how do you describe it? Um, a sad wasteland of old gas money that isn't there anymore. It's mostly dusty. <laughs> it's mostly, and it's very yellow. It's yellow. I never dusty, noticed that. No, it yeah. has a hue. It's all yellow hues. Um, aside from the people, which are are more brownish in hue. Um, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So it's it's working class. Um, I never got to see Farmington maybe in its heyday. "Quote unquote," because there used to be a ton of gas money through there, and it used yeah. to have some actual like nice uh, places to live. From what I understand, uh, I came kind of towards the tail end of that boom time, and it's kind of it reminds me back uh, back in L.A. in the San Fernando Valley. There are like cities like Van Nuys and Reseda, and it reminds me of that. It's kind of pseudo industrial. Well, I think that from middle a, class from
0: like an inventory standpoint, there's plenty of nice places to live right it's just i mean there's a lot of empty homes
1: yes yeah. Big yeah ones right big ones right and
0: uh big nice places um that are very dusty at this point and, <laughs> very yellow and uh <laughs> <laughs> i just no one seems to really want to live in those anymore uh, because yeah the yeah. gas money really has kind of you know it's funny because like I'm not going to go politics, but it just seems like everyone talks about how things are going great for the energy sector and everything. And maybe they are. They're just not going well down there.
1: or I New think, Mexico
0: just hasn't seemed to follow suit, I guess. No, I, don't know.
1: I, I know there was a small resurgence um, in it over the course of the last few years, but not enough for it to turn a town around that was hinging on it, apparently. No,
0: no, because I mean, I think three or four years ago, they hemorrhaged like 40,000 people.
1: Yeah. It was bad. There was flight, straight up flight. And uh, uh, subsequently, Durango, who's 40 minutes away from this city and people had always traveled to Durango from Farmington, we would be kind of the small little quick getaway to get out of Farmington. You'd go to Durango and maybe stay for a weekend or go out for a night and stay at a motel. Those people dried up, too. Yeah, yeah, So it was really ripples in a pond for all of us. But that being said, we... We did go, I, I, I took the lovely young lady I'm seeing and my daughter to go to this place called Sky High. I, I think that's what it was called. Anyway, it's a trampoline center. And if you guys haven't seen this, it's like a 6,000 square foot warehouse of interlocking trampolines with obstacles. And they have these new ones called super tramps, which, you know, usually you only find that at the TAV. But uh, these super tramps bounce you twice as high as a regular trampoline. I've never seen anything like this, but it was so dope. It was super fun place. Very affordable. Definitely going to go back. Why I'm mentioning this is your boy. I, I get a little aggro. I I loves me bouncing around and acting, acting the fool. Um, me and my daughter have a blast. You know, we laugh and giggle and wrestle around and jump and try to out jump each other and stuff. And. For an hour, doing great. Showing up all the kids. Showing up all the kids. I was just in my old man zone jumping around. It was dope. Last thing, I try to do like this round off triple gainer fucking back to school move. And I get – my arm kind of goes akimbo a little bit. And I land on the box that I was going over, which was made out of sheet metal and a half inch of padding. Maybe I'm being very, I'm being very generous to the half inch of padding this thing. When people jump on it, there's an audible boom in the, in the auditorium. I went, I land right on my rib cage on my left side and (laughs) commenced to just fucking fold up. Like I was fighting iron Mike, dude. I was doing the, Oh, Oh yeah, I was doing the suck ins and Izzy. usually, she's pretty, you know, she saw me go down. And she was like, Oh no. She ran right over. She's oh, like, Dad, yeah. are you okay? I'm like, Oh, fine. <laughs> and sure enough, as I'm walking and I'm like, I'm doing the I'm done sign, I'm done. Yeah. I'm done. As I'm saying that, they go, Okay, flyers, everybody with a white wristband, a red stars, your time is over. I'm like, oh, "Mother God. Motherfucker, 30 seconds more and I would have survived this. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm beat up a little bit, literally. <laughs> Um, I've broken multiple ribs in my life for different reasons, and I don't think my ribs are broken. But let's just say coughing, sneezing, um, yawning, surprisingly, not the best. Um, Bobby just went through that for other reasons not too long ago. (laughs) Hopefully, (laughs) it doesn't take as long as when I broke ribs, which was probably to heal 100% took me about a year.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, a, sure. a, a long year. I'm uh, actually just getting to that point where I'm starting to feel normal. It's,
1: dude. I don't know if there I would rather break my arm than break a rib. The healing yep. time's shorter. It's less painful. Yep. Um, once that bone yeah, you sets, cast in, it up and you're good. You're good, man. Like this,
0: you could beat over people over the head with it. You're not gonna like amen. feel. Amen. No, you but still function. They but. can't really do anything. They can tape them, but it doesn't. Don't even waste your time. Yeah, with that
1: I mean, shit. I've tried. I mean, to a tape year ago em. when
0: all that happened and I had five broken ribs. Um, Every time I felt a sneeze coming on I I called Mike Pence <laughs> I, was like, gosh, I was like someone needs oh, to step in and oh, protect me
1: we're gonna get it we're gonna get into that real quick because we have to at this point do we I think but uh, yeah no we have to like, I think we at least gotta touch got our on on a little bit at least I'm sure everybody's curious about our thoughts even though we won't go deep dive into it there's really kind of not a lot to talk about in that regard um but Can we wrap about bubbles first we should wrap about some bubsies. so a friend of mine came into my work um, obviously I, I buy liquor. For from people and sell it to other people. That's kind of what I do. And we were doing some, uh, you know, every every bar now has to carry a seltzer. And most bars now um, carry White Claw. That was the first one on the market. That's the one people know. That's what they sell. In Durango, locally, we've got a big brewery. Well, two big breweries. Um, one sells commercially sells seltzer. So you know, in my mind, I'm going to support the local brewers yep. and, and buy it. And it's, it's a quality seltzer. Me and Bobby have talked about it. It's got a lot of citric acid, though. It can really put it on you with heartburn a little bit, oh, in, yeah. in our opinion. But flavored very well. Yep. Very well done seltzers. I had a guy come and tell me about this. He actually went to the seltzer convention. Yes, that's an actual thing. Fucking ass. Um, I want to go there. He, I know, right? Dude, you would be like Grand Marshal. Oh, are you shitting me? Of, yeah. You'd have a float. <laughs> um, so you, so he he told me about this product. It's called Crook and Hammer. It's out of the Front Range. It's local. Uh, crook and now, Marker. Crook and Marker. What did I say, Crook and Hammer. Yeah, yeah. It's That's what I call my penis. So uh, what what they do differently is they use all mother grains. So alcohols fermented from typically a grain, you could ferment from potato, really anything that goes bad ferments. And you could basically make alcohol at anything. That's the beauty of booze, right? They use, this is the only seltzer on the market that is vegan, that is 100% non-GMO, that's 100% sugar-free, not just hidden sugar. 80 calories. Um, it's only 4% alcohol, which is fine because that makes it sessionable so you don't feel like shit. Um, and it's the grains they use to ferment it are really cool. They use quinoa, amaranth, which is an herb. They use millet, which is basically a, a grain. And then the last one they use is well, – what did I say? Yeah, I can't remember. You did, with the um, Oh, uh, cassava root. Cassava root. So they're using roots and grains and herbs to – fermentation. Um, very cool. So it's 100% organic alcohol. Yeah. Which, you, which is very cool again. And then all their flavings are na- flavors are natural. Um, I'll let Bobby kind of go, go. Tell me, I mean, Bobby's kind of the seltzer aficionado. If they're the seltzer psalm. Um, okay, salty psalm. I don't know. I don't know if I've ever actually
0: tasted a seltzer because the way I drink them.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but I. Uh... <laughs> Bypassing all taste buds. I know.
0: I'm pretty sure I was the first guy in La Plata County to start shotgunning seltzers because I was like, "Fuck it."
1: I think Mew and Blake did the it, we first did. seltzer shotgun,
0: and we did several of them in my living room, and it was really fun. It was really fun. Really fun. Great fight um, too. That was a and fight. And then night. Knuckles tried to make fun of us until she tried it, and she's like,
1: "Oh my god," kind of on board. Yeah,
0: you know. Um, that's the fun thing about seltzers um, <laughs> as a as a spirit as a as a libation is that um, everyone is going to kind of poo-poo it and look down their nose at it until they actually have one and they realize, you know what, actually, this is the most unintrusive. Right. Um, Like, it's just that one thing you can drink that's kind of not a problem until it is. Just like any alcohol. Like any alcohol. But honestly, man, you can sit and drink four seltzers be fine. And totally fine. Not feel like a total shitbag. Not feel like you're going to shit your pants and well, or throw up. There's or, nothing
1: there. There's no there there by know. virtue of yeah. your body having. Your body, the only thing your body has to metabolize is the alcohol.
0: Yeah. I mean, you're drinking a LaCroix with like a slight amount of awesomeness. Just yes. a touch of awesome.
1: Yeah. And LaCroix kind of tastes like. Uh, Old farts sometimes. A little bit. Um, I don't know if you get that from LaCroix. I do. When you open it, I, you t- it it's very footy farty, and I don't know why, yeah. but it is. Maybe
0: and the boozy aspect, the fermentation process in seltzers kills that. Good. You know what I mean? Because yeah, that CO2 no, fart is sure. not okay. No,
1: thanks. Um, not okay. But but, but we uh, like
0: seltzers. We, we've been preaching seltzers, I think, since you know really
1: when they hit the market really when we had to drop white Claw as a sponsor yeah that um, was unfortunate that was unfortunate well it was their move dude and we we, we called them on their bluff so uh <laughs> the crooked marker it's it is what we consider local in, in Colorado, uh being front range we are trying the grapefruit one and i kind of know now why the guy that was telling me about it was so excited he was like you have to get i think i'm gonna bring this in as my seltzer
0: yeah, At you know, I could see that, and I wonder what your like pricing would be. But I mean, cause you kind of want to keep a seltzer around five bucks.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I think for the vegan, crunchy, non-GMO, I know. I think you can get an extra fifty cents or a buck out of it just Probably because, so. just because it's gluten free, vegan, the whole organic. Thing. I mean, it, it, the only bad part about this for you is the fact that it's booze and booze is bad for you. Booze is poison. Of course. Outside of that, it's great. Of course. Um, we're having the grapefruit one. We are going to tell you about all... We're going to do all four flavors during this podcast. Yeah, we're not slowing down. We're not slowing down. These are the It's, only, f- it's only 4% too and we don't have anything else to drink, however... Nor I, do we have anything else to do. No, absolutely <laughs> not. We're so sad. Um, but But... What do you think about this just as a general? I
0: like it a lot. Um, you can tell that it's a lower octane, slightly lower octane. Yeah. Um, it's not quite as boozy as what you would get from like, and not even like a White Claw. White Claws don't taste boozy at all. No, they don't. But like a Snowmelt. melt, snow has melt a, tastes like booze. Has a booze yeah. thing to it. That's why we like them. You know, that's why it's our favorite seltzer. Yeah, um, It I'd... probably still is.
1: I, I like this a lot. No, I know why you like Snowmelt. We're going to go down maybe by the fourth one and or the flavor change.
0: Yeah, and who knows. Grapefruit's
1: yeah, grapefruit. Yeah. Um, I I will tell you this. I've had every almost every seltzer on the market. and Every single one of them does a grapefruit or a grapefruit adjacent flavor. It's all this lime grapefruit. This is the first yep. one I can remember that literally tastes like grapefruit. It does. Like this tastes no doubt like ruby red grapefruit. Um, mixed with a bubble water like it, it, so in that regard um craft artisan wise it's
0: this is very much really like a good. kind of like a less viscous deep eddy and
1: soda thank you yeah you know what i mean perfect yeah and i mean i took the I wanted to make sure, you know, old old Van Noyes was getting his due diligence. So I broke out some uh, local vodka, some Breckenridge vodka, and mixed a little in oh, with the vodka.
0: You, I didn't know you spiked me. Oh, I totally, yeah. Well. An ounce and a seltzer will get you there. All right, that's uh, what, an ounce so, and
1: a salty, dude.
0: I might be talking. Well, hopefully Filipino it doesn't fuck this.
1: up the molly I put in there. You know, no, uh, well, hey. Hey. <laughs>
0: Um, no, I like it a lot. Um, this is something I could see putting on my rotation for sure. Yeah, dude. Yeah. It's a
1: good one. It's a good one. I'm, I, like I said, depending on what I can get it for cost, I'm wondering what I can sell it for. But flavor wise, I got no problem with this. And no. this is less, less seltzer-y than it is it is. It almost tastes like a, a very low octane cocktail. Well, you, you
0: talked about the, uh, uh, the local brewery that does theirs and, uh, I like it. I like the flavors. I like the... uh, uh, It has a punch to it,
1: though. Yeah.
0: A very, very effervescent punch. And I wonder sometimes if that's what gives you that little bit, like, kind of
1: heavy feeling
0: around the, like, lower chest, kind of that, like...
1: No, that's in China. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) That could be be another condition. You need a stint. Yeah. Uh,
0: (laughs) That might be a whole other issue, but... (laughs) No, it does. Like, when I drink those, I enjoy them, but after, like... Uh, if I go into like round three, I be- I rarely get past the two and a half point. Yeah, I'm just like I'm like ugh, I think I'm done with this. I like, will
1: tell you like and and I'll I'll just say them by name, but when I go in and have Steamworks Seltzer, uh huh, those get me torqued. They get you hammered. I and I don't know what the real ABV or why or maybe the CO2 delivery system goes to your blood quicker right. because it's very bubbly. Um, and it's called bubble stuff. I you mean, know,
0: and we actually talked about this a while back and we didn't want to like, and, I, and I'll, I I, don't want to be giving away trade secrets, but I don't work for them anymore. So they do use champagne yeast. Right. Which is what finer makes it- Finer bubbles. Finer bubbles, yeah. very effervescent. They don't regulate it down to the 5% that uh, most okay. companies do. Right. So if you look at, even the board will be a little fluctuating. Right. Um, but it's typically right around 7%. So you're drinking oh like a God. heavy beer.
1: You're drinking like a Bach. Yeah. Like, fuck No it's doubt knock so because i've always noticed i and it's
0: seltzer so you're drinking it
1: fucking fast and and the smaller (laughs) bubbles means that it's pushing oh no it's pushing the alcohol in that's why when you drink champagne when they say oh it goes to my head that was my point yeah which is why i knew you were going down that road like it has finer bubbles and good on them what a what a gangster move to use champagne yeast but um there's a reason. I always feel like we'll sit you and I will sit down, we'll have like some smoked wings or something. And oh, if I, you and have a two of glasses both. of seltzers and all of a sudden I'm like, Whoa. Yeah. I'm starting to cop a pretty good buzz right now. Oh, yeah. And I no never realized what now I know why.
0: Um, has nothing to do with the Fournettes we take between those. But,
1: listen, listen. (laughs) let's keep a veil of mystery. Keep
0: the wizard behind the curtain for a second. Yeah, I think the fucking word is out on our (laughs) Fernet. habit.
1: Well, oddly enough, I've had to buy, uh, I think they've had the same bottle of Fernet prior to me getting to where I am right now and have subsequently bought 16 bottles in the last three months. Yeah, yeah. So, you know just it's, it's a popular product just gonna put that out there may or may not have anything to do with us being there but
0: um so yeah crook and marker man i like this Uh um, it's good like i said this is i think it's weird the the made with organic alcohol thing is weird to me because it's alcohol alcohols, alcohol kind I of i know ultimately. It's, it's
1: a marketing but ploy. it's a really it's, good marketing ploy it's like the gluten-free it's, a, marketing it's ploy. a
0: handsome bottle yep it's got the little gold label on it um i don't know or bottle it's a can but yeah I, I, I like it um the idea of of selling the cassava, the quinoa, all those. Yeah. things. I think it's really smart in a in, in a state like Colorado to Absolutely. kind of make that move, and I don't see any problem like putting this behind my bar. I, it wouldn't bother me at all. No, not you at know, all. I think it's um, really nice. I, I
1: I do wish one reason I do like snowmelt is the fact that it's in a can, like a man can. It's a man um, can, like. It's in a proper 12 ounce can of like what you'd put beer in. Yep. The, the, a little, a, a feet, a slim canny, uh, you know, I know, these are the Capri cigarette cans of, of booze. Yeah. You know, you're smoking a Virginia Slim with these. It is. You it know is. what I mean?
0: And, uh, yeah. When, you know, it's, it is akin to like sitting down and ordering the pink vodka. It is. You know, which is kind of what we're drinking, but like, well, you know how I feel about that. Like I, I, I love I, it. I, I know you like it. But, I don't necessarily like having people watch me drink it.
1: I, well, I think Bobby, Bobby's thing is he goes, like, he'll come to my bar and he'll be like, give me the pink booze. Like, yeah. hey, you
0: just lean. Can I have it.
1: that pink thing? You you just lean in
0: Just it. scream it across yeah, the bar. Yeah, totally. Medina.
1: Medina. I need a pink thing. Pink things. <laughs> and then he, you know, twists, cocks his hand ever so slightly. You know? Ever so slightly because I'm <laughs> fave but not gay. Hashtag, fave and not gay. Um, speaking of gay. Oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, no, I mean I, I wanted to, want to bring. I wanted to actually cheers you and oh and, yeah yeah and rejoice yeah. your 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 brother. Yeah, we can go around the table a yeah. little bit,
0: and I'll start off. Um, today is uh, my departed brother's birthday. Um, I like to celebrate it every year, which I have kind of been doing. I started yesterday a little bit,
1: um, <laughs> and I
0: well, and when I say that though, uh, every year I do a quintessentia, um Amaro from uh, Nonino. And Because uh, that's what, the first Amaro that he actually got me to enjoy was was the Quintessentia.
1: And no Nina's fucking new joke, it, man. Yeah,
0: man. I mean, it's it's pretty fantastic. And uh, so, yeah, every year, tradition had always been that my friend Chloe and I would sit and have one. But she's a very busy young woman these days. And uh, we're going to try to catch up this week. But um, So, yeah, I went in yesterday, had a quick little uh, toast to Mr. Mark Noyes, uh, who's one of the finer people I've ever met. And uh, no longer with us. Unfortunately, it's amazing how much outreach I get, and like people in this town, they kind of still track Mark's, yeah. you know, sort of anniversary days. You know, like when, on a day like today, I probably had no less than four or five people, you know, come That's up awesome. and say, "Hey, man, fucking love you, and uh, yeah, you know, miss Mark, and we're thinking about you." You know what I mean? That, yeah. that kind of thing. You know, so it's rad, great. Dude. He was here for like two years. He lived in Durango, and he made Amazing, a huge right? impression.
1: Dude, it's like, ta- I've been here for eight, and I haven't made a dent like my no, brother has. No, I know. it's, pretty it's unbelievable, man. It's like, pretty the,
0: he just had a weird uh, way about him. Yeah. You know, he was sort of like naturally draw you into And not his, just the gay thing. His web of... No, no. <laughs> and
1: he was super
0: gay, but like... He- <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, so you get a soft it today. I know.
0: You know, Mark was one of those dudes that was like, you could tell he was gay, but there was times when you would have been like, I don't know, really? Like... You know, right. like, like we're hanging out watching The Road Warrior and he's been on. But then there's times when you're like, this is the gayest human being I've
1: ever met in my entire life. <laughs> he had what they call, it's gange. It's gay range. It, he definitely
0: ha- was. He, had uh, he was on the spectrum, no, no doubt about it. Because <laughs> sometimes he was gayer than nine guys blowing eight guys.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. But, uh, oh. but
0: he was a sweetheart. Um, you know, all I can hope for is that in some weird way that my mom and Mark are like
1: hanging out, hanging
0: out, maybe smoking cigarettes in the kitchen somewhere, sucking darts, sucking darts and drinking my mom's cheap wine. Cause Hell that yeah. was really what they did was like sit in the kitchen and talk shit. That's great. A lot about me. Yeah. They're
1: probably talking shit about you right now. Mm-hmm. Right.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, if, if the whole thing's real, then they're listening right now. He's I probably think. looking at you drinking. Or drink. he's like, I don't have time for that. <laughs> so, <laughs> Bobby's podcast is okay.
1: It's Okay, I mean it would have been better if I was there. but yeah. whatever. Um, no, they're probably looking at looking at your pink drink, and 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 your brother leans over your uh-huh. mom and goes, I "Told you." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and,
0: it's your- and it's all your. fault.
1: And it's all your fault. Right? Oh shit! How about you, both? How um, are you doing, gr- dude? I, I I actually feel kind of like I. I I don't feel like bad about how great everything's going right now, only because anytime I, I I was saying to somebody today on the phone, I was like, I wish all of our periods would just sync up so we can kind of go oh, through all this together. But it never it never fails. Anytime like one or two of us is going through some shit, the other guy's doing great. Um, and I guess it's my turn up, which is you know I mean. I, oh no,
0: there were there was 72 hours ago where I was like literally sitting on my couch thinking, fuck Aaron.
1: Yeah, I know. <laughs> you know what I mean? I know, and I was like, "Cause you're like,
0: oh, hey, here's my hot new girlfriend. I, well, this yeah. is my badass new job. Yeah, I, did I, I mention my dope ass <laughs> new pad that I'm getting? I've, I've, my dick grew an inch. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know, it
1: was weird. Sideways. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> I sideways, girthed out. I, I girthed, dude. Happy girth day, everybody. <laughs> um, so t- <laughs> um, yeah, things are going great. I'm not gonna fucking go down that that road too much, but I'm. I, it, I always say it's like, the, it's the roller coaster when it goes click, 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 click as you reach the top. I know the clicking on the other side is going to come eventually. So I'm just sure. going to enjoy this. Swings and roundabouts. Uh, swings and man. Swings and And, you know, uh, there was a, we were joking, uh, we've been joking internally how like I went through my shit and then Bobby's going through some shit and we're like, well, Sean's up next. I'm just hoping we didn't throw some voodoo Ooh, fucking what if we did? Candyman
0: hex shit. God, in there. I know, I know. Yeah.
1: No, and I stared in the mirror and said, "Chud." <laughs> Chud. Chuddy man. Chud. <laughs> <laughs> no, we
0: love Sean. I, we're we're wishing that kid the best. Um, yeah, he's,
1: fi- he's I, fine. He's fine. It's just taking. It's a f- f-
0: so much fun to sit here and do this with you. I love these little like we. It, it when you have two people, it becomes a conversation rather than a competition. Right. Um, which I think is ideal for podcasting, but I think we're better as a trio. 100%. Um, Sean Mo provides a weird counterbalance to our particular brand of whatever we do. Yeah. And um, does kind of keep us on track a little bit. Um, so he, he does. We but love the kid. I'm going to be sending this audio to him because I'm not uploading this fucking thing. <laughs> yeah, dude. And, uh, You're still let, doing
1: all the heavy lifting. Yeah, a I'll
0: do the heavy lifting. I'll do the editing. I'll put all our songs in there and oh, everything. Buddy. Yeah, you know, but we are, I'll try to make this as easy on Chetty Buddy as. Uh, as possible,
1: yeah, you know, and I like I said, he the may, mayor
0: of Chudsylvania. Chud,
1: oh, <laughs> nice, God, they just keep coming, dude. Yeah. Chud zero, Chud unfortunately, zero, unfortunately doesn't win. No, <laughs> <laughs> He'll listen, I hope he laughs when he. But hearses. it's zero calories. But it's zero calories. Uh, <laughs> Goes well with uh, the knot. <laughs> <laughs> with the knot and the Sierra Norte. <laughs> oh. Who now reigns supreme lives in infamy on the pyramid of nightmare
0: Um, Uh, (laughs) we drank that a week ago a week ago I'm still tasting it I hate
1: it so much yeah this is not even good enough to wash that out of my mouth by the way the aforementioned girl that I'm seeing was over here and I she listens to the podcast and insisted on trying Sierra Norte and the look on her face um uh yeah I've yeah. I've had I've had better looks accidentally bricking in somebody's mouth. You know what I mean? Like that was not a good look.
0: Uh, really good, it but. was
1: just a bad scene uh, <laughs> She couldn't believe That something was that bad
0: Well first of all in life There are no accidents
1: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah <laughs> Tell that to your moped <laughs>
0: um, In the, in the, in the words of uh, Dave Ch- Words of Dave Chappelle Every time I come It's right on time <laughs> Right on time Oh <laughs> uh, uh,
1: wow um, yep. So anyway Chetty We love you And we'll see you next week um, he's, he's resting right now. So uh, even though this is not official whiskey
0: realm stuff, right. um, we could probably touch on real quick that we've have made a little progress. We have, um, this is going to be on our feed. So oh, we might as well you. talk a little bit about, Yeah, yeah uh, please talk. um, I don't, we don't, things are not set in stone. So we are not making promises. We are not, um, telling you to, you know, consult your local box office and get tickets. Um, but we are really making some progress on our live show that we've discussed with you guys. Uh, it's our 100th episode. Um, we have a projected date toward the end of April. I'm not going to give you that exact date, but it is going to be in about, I don't know, you know, two months, essentially. Um, slightly less, I suppose. And we've got some exciting news from some exciting people. We've got some talent coming in. Um, I've got a, a semi-tentative agreement with the guy that's gonna provide the music uh, we have, again, a semi-tentative agreement with um, a young man that some of you probably know that's going to be coming downtown, specially to MC. He's
1: coming, flying in.
0: Yeah, to, to do MC. this little thing. Um, now he can make an excuse and say he's coming down to see his mom or whatever, but um, we all know why he's really coming. Um, and so we'll have an announcement about that coming soon. I, I'm Again, I, I really think some of you guys know this. In fact, I know some of you guys know this guy. Um, super super fun. He's done a lot of uh, uh, roller derby emceeing. He emcees and works for some big non for profits in Denver, Colorado right now. Very public. Um, he's a lot of fun. So and
1: and, and I I want to and I won't say names with the, the gentleman you're talking about, but as a lead, let's just say the 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 DJ that we got is one of the bigger DJs in Durango. Yeah. And we'll just leave it at that. Um, and this is a kid that draws, he draws and you all know him guaranteed. And then, Ooh, look at the color on that. Ooh, that that's pretty? a nice
0: golden hue. We're, we're rocking a, uh, tangerine. tangerine
1: Crooked marker. marker.
0: Actually, speaking of brunch, ooh. this is very mimosa-ish.
1: Sweet Jesus. Yeah. It's almost like a Bellini.
0: Yeah. It has that little, like, has kind, kind little of, uh, twangy, twang, yeah. dude. Yeah. No, this ooh. is really good. Ooh, I would, I fucks with it. Little dude. eggs, Benny. I fucks with it. Can dude. I tell you about my brunch?
1: Well, yes, but after we close the door. On, oh yeah, let's on close the, the door on the show. Um, so the DJ we got very, very well known Durango DJ. You all know him. You've seen his name on posters for for years. Um, the place we're doing at, everybody knows it. Um, I, I'm almost. I, I have this uh, sneaking suspicion. Uh, they've they have nothing going on in the calendar, and I think they'd love to do it. The NPO is locked down. Um, I'm going to throw amazing
0: not-for-profit, by the way, amazing. really, really good pro- uh, 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 organization. I'm,
1: so. and also uh, as a side note, our, our, I like to call him our number one fan, uh, Dana out there. And I know you're listening, Dana. Um, we originally were talking about doing this on a Wednesday since he is the booze fairy and delivers and he is in town on Thursdays. We are going to move it to a Thursday just for him. Um, The calendar is clear that week that we're thinking of doing it, but just Dana, so you know, when we announce the date, we expect you there with no less than at least 47 people, I think is what we came up with. Oh, and
0: I did get confirmation yesterday (laughs) that uh, while I have not approached this gentleman about actually maybe coming on stage and saying a couple of words, um, I do have confirmation that uh, Blake and Knuckles are going to be in the house. Beautiful. You guys can
1: all meet old blakey Pooh. man. Bother
0: him? Ask him for autographs. Absolutely. You um, know what you,
1: I, he, he'll do a full dissertation on night snakes too. Oh, yeah. he yeah. loves talking about night snakes. Well, there's like five of them now. Yeah. So like... Well, obviously, I mean, it's an international sensation. Well, okay. Mostly Philippines, but still,
0: it's <laughs> I think he's hit. working on yet another octet.
1: <laughs> <laughs> After like recursion eight. Yeah. Uh, still the best book he's ever written. Yeah. Recursion eight uh, is killer. But it's killer. Uh, <laughs> so listen for that date I almost said the date and I don't want to because I don't want to get anybody excited but it's a yeah, Thursday
0: that, and that'll all happen on social media when yes. when, once we once things start to conf- get confirmed and we by, will be locking them down and, and, by and by the way
1: spread the word this is for donations. This, this is, is going to go to a charity 100% you could literally take this receipt and write it off yourself it's fine guys that's what you're supposed yep. to do uh, we're going to be donating the first hour hopefully of, of the DJ set to To the charity. Uh, We're going to be donating. But like everybody's going to win. So uh, clear your calendars when we mark the date. But uh, let us just say it's going to be fairly close to two months from now. Um, It's going to sync up perfectly with our 100th episode. Um, I'm shitting bricks a little bit over it. I know (laughs) we're going to have to actually do some real, real performance work and and do some pre-showing pretty hard we're hoping to have kind of a multimedia maybe a slideshow big screen behind us maybe play some videos or do something since we're not broadcasting it we can omit that from the broadcast and the fucking edited copy so we won't run into trademark stuff but we can do it for everybody in house there's no rules against that so we're we're gonna have a great time guys so please uh, just keep that in mind and, and remember this is all for the children it's all for the children. um anyway moving on Tell whiskey me- real Tell for, me, the t- for the children. For the children. Tell me about your brunch, sir. So I'd I had, love to hear about I, it.
0: I, I stepped outside the box a little bit. You didn't get the croak? Um, so I did a little handsome boy brunch. Uh, I went down there with our friend of the podcast, Mr. Tigger, uh, Tig Charles Woods. Um, he rescued me while I was walking down the street earlier. And so we went and had brunch.
1: (laughs) You're like a a young street urchin. I'm a (laughs) wastrel. A young street urchin.
0: (laughs) Um, So he snagged me, scooped me up at a China cafe. We went down to El Moro and, uh, we, we had some breakfast and I got, they have a new menu item called, called the Boudreaux.
1: Oh, I saw it. So I didn't order it. It's I saw kind of it.
0: a creole eggs benedict. Yes it is. With some deep fried really nice deep fried prawns. Really Beautiful. solid. Really solid. Are they battered um, so or just are they battered or just a little polenta cake. Um it's got collard greens with hollandaise. Right. Um the it's really good.
1: Well, I, I was trying to convince uh the girl that I'm seeing who is a woman of color to order that but we thought it would be too on the nose.
0: Little on the nose. <laughs>
1: little on the nose. They didn't have any they didn't have any grilled watermelon. So we just I mean, went to wow. the house. I know. Okay. I know, I'm going Yikes! Back. Hard harden the paint.
0: I wonder if they would make her a just a box of that as popcorn trip.
1: <laughs> I'll tell you what, went to Farmington yesterday, passed a church's chicken. Uh, there were some looks given. Yeah, there was a moment of Should we stop? Are we doing this? Are you sure? It's Are you ready? No. It's funny. Is she? It's the same thing I have. Every time I go to Farmington, you almost gotta clear the culinary schedule because they have the only Del Taco.
0: They have Del Taco. I am so happy. They have Five Guys.
1: I see. I don't. I didn't. I don't. I'm not five. in love with Five Guys. No, I don't know it. I I've have had to it like, like want it. I've had it like once or twice. Is it's it really good? good? Okay, I've heard great things. And like arguably,
0: just... I'd say it's better than In and Out. Quite frankly. No, because, I mean, I think In-N-Out is a really fun burger. I also think it's a...
1: Way overrated. A
0: little overrated. But let's it, let's stop sucking. I mean, it's... I know the Texans all think the is better, and I know the Floridians all think Five Guys is better. No, I know, I you know, everyone know. has their little, like...
1: Their thing. Their niche. We've little. got
0: this whole... I mean, I know the nation is stratified right now, <laughs> and it's mostly Chick-fil-A versus Popeyes, but, like... <laughs> We got- <laughs> That's lit- and we all know which sides on which
1: yeah we that, that's <laughs> literally political that's it is a political it's topic. a political issue that, that falls- anyone that doesn't believe that
0: stratification actually has something to do with political uh, lines in the sand let, let me ask you a you're question, not paying sir. attention
1: let me ask you a question sir which one's closed on sunday um, Thank you. not the one i'm going did to it, did, 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 did.
0: unfortunately we don't have a And aforementioned Popeye's that I can go to with my big old liberal ass. Yeah, I know. Because I want a big old liberal slice of that fucking chicken, dude. That shit is so good. It's legit.
1: It's southern chicken. That's real southern fried chicken. I've
0: always loved it, and I've always kept it sort of, you know, close to my vest that I was a huge fucking (laughs) fan of Popeye's. I've always Why, were you embarrassed? I've always kind of hated KFC. KFC is garbage. It's a shitty product. It's garbage. But I would see a Popeye's and I will slide over and ruin my day.
1: (laughs) Right after you're you're literally putting the receipt to a restaurant in your pocket as you fucking...
0: But I'll tell you what. (laughs) What turned me around and made me go public with my shame (laughs) was Anthony Bourdain.
1: Because he loved it.
0: When Anthony Bourdain, more than once, on no reservations, would come out and be just like, you know what I love? I love fucking Popeye's chicken. Amen, dude. And Nothing I'm like, wrong with it. Yeah, bub. Like a, how good is that stuff? There was
1: a I remember when Popeye's moved into LA because there used to be a little chain called Pioneer Chicken. Um that's a very LA thing and for those of you who know it, like you know what I'm about to say. Maybe the most grease-ridden food ever created by man. Um and it wasn't very good, but back in, you know, the 70s or the 80s. Smash it um kfc was king because pioneer was so bad right and then um all of a sudden these little upstarts came in and you're like oh my god this what is what
0: is this this
1: is crispy non-greasy chicken dude and mm-hmm. cornbread
0: non-crispies non-greasies
1: well a I'm slight ju- stretch
0: you forget it's I, greasier than kfc pioneer chicken which is what makes it perfect.
1: pioneer chicken by the time you got to your car it was falling out of the bottom of your bag
0: yeah because the bag's done
1: it's done do you understand me like it was fucked they just put it in
0: a corrugated box exactly
1: no you had to put it in a jansport to make it home Uh, it was fucked um so so when churches came around it was a big deal because he had southern fried chicken yeah um with the spices and like i remember don't they have crawfish and yeah they do
0: and and churches actually is in farmington and churches is right kind of my first exposure to like that fast food style of chicken, uh, f- uh,
1: right, right, right. You
0: know what I mean? Because I think churches and I, I don't know why, like Chick Fil A has become like this natural nemesis for Popeyes. Because churches is really well, the closest thing to it on the national it's
1: race war chicken. It, <laughs> I mean, let's be honest.
0: It really you. is, man. I mean, let's God, be it really let's is. Let's just
1: break it down, dog.
0: Yeah, I know. There's none, two
1: different no, kinds of hoods.
0: To be fair, though. <laughs> none, none of them like the gays. <laughs> But <laughs> that knot was Oh, they
1: have Boston Market. You shut up.
0: God, I love that we just go down a fried chicken rabbit hole. Oh, it was great. Meals. It was
1: I great. Love People that. love it. Um, they've been writing in about it. <laughs> so you guys
0: haven't talked about Popeyes in a week and a half. Yeah,
1: exactly. Can we get a little update? Mostly Bivins. Uh, uh, so far, it's still good. <laughs> Bivens is all about it. <laughs> but Del Taco. So I'm making plans to do a Farmington Day. Keystone around Del Taco because you have to. You have to. It might involve a theater, it might involve jumping <laughs> around on a trampoline, might involve some Del Taco. I don't know. We're gonna get nuts. But is there any other place you can have a burger and a quesadilla? You can get a and burger a fucking macho combo burrito yep, you and you can get yeah, a combo it, burrito it, fries.
0: Fry chili cheese fries. Where do those fries go?
1: And motherfucker. Those crinkle cut fries.
0: Where do they go? They go right in your fucking burrito. <laughs> they go
1: right in your burrito. And if you don't if you're, a man, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> unless you're a not a man. <laughs> um, but no. That it so fun time. Uh, almost killed myself. Church's chicken. Yeah, I think we covered the gamut on that. Yeah, no, we, we, we definitely went down <laughs> that.
0: I had the weirdest, um, I know, that somehow my brunch went into that. The, the only other oh, that's right, quick brunch. note Damn about it. brunch. Uh, How was it by the way? It was good. It okay. needs more spice. I think they should better. Like
1: heat or, yes, or seasoning? I
0: think it's seasoning, Okay, but heat. So what I'm talking about is like a Creole spice, like a Slappy Mama uh, maybe like that Tony Crochere's kind of shit but or whatever, but some sort of uh, uh, Creole seasoning that you can get and they're all in the same can. No,
1: it's all the... It's, yeah, you know. no,
0: no. Uh, but Slap Your Mama was always my favorite. Uh, yep, well, the- Speaking of mamas, my mom used to send me... Uh, like three cans of slap your mama right. and like a case of community coffee which i don't know if you've ever had
1: not community i'm, uh, I'm more i was more a cafe du monde so it's like uh chicory stuff yeah that's what cafe du yeah. monde is. yeah exactly it's so coffee it a, a with chicory chicory cup.
0: coffee with my my yeah. and then like for some reason seven or eight pairs of hunting socks which <laughs> yeah no i know was, this is the first year for christmas you know with my mom passing that i'm like
1: Where's my fucking socks? Where's my fucking socks, dude? Because
0: I'll tell you what, when I have to trudge out to the garage <laughs> just to have a cigarette <laughs> just and a coffee, a cigarette and a fucking, um, and a those wool socks, they d- and I have been known to pop a salts at about 8.30 a.m. There's no I, doubt. Da- I no but only on, mind, sir. only on Sundays. Well, only on Sundays. Only on Sundays. Not on a work
1: day. Well, you're a gentleman. You know. um, you're not a shitbag. <laughs> I'm not a total shitbag. <laughs> oh, but I did run into
0: Brunsy. Quick little uh, oh, yeah. Brunsy update. update. He seems healthy as fuck. Good. um he recovered from whatever happened to him I, the other night i don't think we even message. really talked about it on the podcast too much no um we, didn't. we we didn't really touch on it but we had a good friend that had an episode um and i got to carry him across town and we and weren't sure if he got we,
1: roofied or what happened yeah we were concerned my i
0: doubt it i think he probably just did something stupid got it you know, because well, as much as we adore him, he's a stupid idiot like all of us. Yeah, and probably did something stupid. But he had a he had a rough night, so got him home, took care of him. Um, we had a weird conversation about capers. Okay. You know, well, he came in and he was talking about uh, bagels and lox.
1: Okay. And I'm
0: like, so you're talking like onions and capers and the whole fucking. And he's like, oh yeah, like that's my favorite. Like that's the only way I mean. That's I'm eating. your shit. First of all, that's the only way I'm eating fish for breakfast. Right, And second of all, it's one of the most amazing things on the planet. And I'm like, you're right. Capers are fucking amazing. And right. the other two guys sitting at the bar were like,
1: Go capers fuck are fucking
0: gross. I don't know why you even would it's eat very, capers. It's very... And I'm like, really? You've never had fucking veal piccata? and any uh, piccata. And he's like, oh, been. I don't eat baby cows. And I'm like, we're done talking here.
1: Yeah, dude. I don't like what you. What the fuck are we talking about? What makes about? it better you eat... Adult cows. Have
0: you, like you ever had a baby better? milk-fed cow? They're fucking delicious, Delish. falling off the bone. Absolutely. I, I mean, it's awful. Well, they don't- they It's have a soft, horrible practice. They have soft bones. They have soft bones. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, capers, which are a berry, which tastes like the sea. That's the point. So you're basically- Yeah, you it's a
0: little pickled berry kind of- That's all it is. That's it.
1: That's all it is. And you can have caper berries, which are totally different than capers. Um, capers, are, they're so polarizing. They're one of those foods. They are. People are like- fuck you i won't eat it or give me more i love this but on a this is so handsome boy i love it this. is it is but on a fucking on locks which oh. by the way best i mean everybody's got their locks all the all the Jews out here all three of you out there listening right now yeah. are going nuts about locks cuz There's smoke locks, there's grav locks, there's there's different styles of how to prepare the salmon. There's
0: like the heavier smoke. There's the kind of more like liquid, heavier smoke kind of thing. Yeah, Yeah,
1: there's real smoke. Which I don't love. Which is drier. I like the
0: drier. I like the drier.
1: I'm a grav locks guy. I love getting locks in some vodka and letting it cure for a couple of days and then bringing it back out. It cooks it completely. It lends itself to a beautiful flavor. A little schmear, yep. some red onions, some capers, a little. I like. say I like tomato as well. You can get down with that, dog.
0: Well, and I'll tell you what. You get to down. all of our little like uh, uh, moms and wives and everyone that, yeah. that might actually listen to us, which I think we have zero. There's zero. Um, <laughs> it, if you got twenty minutes on your fucking hand, learn how to make a picada. Oh, it's, it's the so thing in the world. fucking easy. Easiest. Thing you in can world. fuck it up there's there's a tiny art to it you know you don't want to break your sauce you don't want to over dredge it you don't
1: want to there's a few things you can do veal piccata chicken piccata is probably going to be a little bit more once you get
0: a handle on that sauce it Mm -hmm. costs three dollars to make a batch of it
1: and you look like a gangster and you look like a gangster yeah. just pour it over and, some angel hair yeah, with some you can chicken go angel hair, you could go you could do roasted little potties on the side dude oh, you could it's it's a, one of the easiest things to do in the world and your, and your family will thank you
0: i mean everybody hates lemon and butter and wine right yeah no that's yeah horrible. i mean who likes that shit
1: well you can omit the capers and just make it a white wine. you sauce.
0: definitely could omit the capers I'm although so I,
1: it's not a piccata just, it's just a white wine sauce. that would
0: be a white wine sauce at that's that it. point you'd have to dump a little extra person and on you there, should probably, probably but...
1: and you're probably getting a divorce afterwards
0: yeah because let's just be honest you take the capers out of my piccata girl fuck off
1: yeah yeah bounce take your shitty mattress and and, and fuck your shitty parsley if you don't use italian flat leaf you're a fucking monster
0: yeah yeah. you're a psychopath i have made (laughs) piccata with dried parsley no doubt about it because i don't always have time for that shit
1: (laughs) (laughs) okay yeah yeah shall we this is handsome boys
0: yeah yeah, Dude, this is what this, we do. This is, this what is exactly guys... what we've always wanted to talk no, about. No, but
1: this is what literally... Sean
0: wouldn't be able to have this conversation. No, no,
1: no. This literally... what? No, because he'd be talking about... They don't sell
0: Piccata at fucking Jack in the Box, fool.
1: <laughs> 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 there was never a DC comic book character in the 90s called Captain Piccata, so he wouldn't know what's going on. <laughs> he has no clue um, what we're no talking about right on. now. Uh, I can't but... wait for him to edit this. I know, he's going to love it. Uh, We're going to go. We're going to take our break. We're not doing a word from our sponsor because that's more of them real boys. Yeah,
0: that's whiskey real. That's what the real boys do. That's what those do. However,
1: we can give our favorite. How about this? Our favorite dish of the last month.
0: Favorite dish of the last month.
1: Before it, instead of a word from our sponsor.
0: Oh, man. Like, what have I eaten that is my favorite dish of the last month? That you
1: can remember. Okay.
0: (laughs) That I can remember. Um,. You know, uh, this is going to be really weird for me to bring up because I really enjoyed this dish, although I didn't really like anything I had thereafter. Um, I had a little bison tartare Mm -hmm. at a local restaurant that we have talked mad shit about, and I really enjoyed it. Yeah, it's fine. It was a beautiful dish. They do it really well. Bison's it's,
1: good for tartar, And
0: it's got the right amount of spice. It's got the right amount of little like green onion-y kind mm-hmm. of situation. They do it with a nice little flatbread kind of deal, mm. And um, it was actually really lovely. Egg? And uh, yeah, for sure. Okay, and good. it really hard for me to wrap my head around quail saying egg. that. Quail egg? Oh, I doubt it was quail egg. Well, then go fuck yourself. You know. <laughs> what a dick!
1: <laughs> no, but I liked it. How about you? What was Good. your favorite? Dish? Um, I, I, I and again, this is what the beautiful thing about food is. It's not about eating anything new. It's not any, about anything fancy. It's not about eating anything other than um, I, food is all about the people you're eating it with, the time you're eating it, and the general like the general feeling whilst. Eating it. Yep. So favorite dish I've had recently is um, I was hanging out with uh, with the girl I've been seeing. We should give her a name so she can. Wait, I know. Like, like the, the girl I'm seeing
0: her? is starting to become kind of weird. We should call her her um, Rex.
1: That's even weirder. Okay. <laughs> so I was hanging out with Rex. Reck- Think about the context. Rex in effect. First um, of all, how are we smelling that? I don't know, dude.
0: Is she R E X Rex? No. Or is she W R E Rex? C K
1: S. Because
0: she Rex. She Rex. Yeah.
1: Um, no, she's We great. whipped up. We whipped up some little like popcorn shrimp and like orange chicken and rice and like green beans. Kind of wrap we, that up
0: on your on your own.
1: Yeah, just Dude, th- that's dope. Just I like threw that. it together real quick. It was all bullshit. It was all like shit we had lying around. Didn't expect anything. We were all fucking hungover from the day before. Like I was hoping we would go out to eat because I just didn't have the energy. Right. But ended up throwing the it together. Sat down, watched the newest episode of The Outsider, smashed some food, great meal.
0: And That's it awesome. tasted
1: good. Yeah. And sometimes, like I said, like uh, I have a question I ask everybody that I hire, and it's, what's your most memorable food experience? Right. And some people will tell me about their favorite meal at a nice restaurant. Sure. Some people will say, it's my grandma's beef stroganoff. Of course. Some people will say, you know what I mean? It, yeah. it tells me a lot about who you are as a person when you put it in context. Is it your fanciest meal? Is it the last meal you had with a family member? And you're right about food. Is it's it, all context. It's all context. It's got nothing to do My with My favorite
0: fu- meal of all time would sound so fucking weird. Of course. You know what I mean? Like you would be like, really? Like that's your favorite meal of all yeah. time? And I'm like, yes. Right. 100%. That's my fucking favorite meal of all time, right? And it's because of the people I was with, and 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 like the historical context when it associates to my life. Exactly. You know what I mean? But that's how powerful that is. Yeah. Like you're putting something in. Like your- on a day like today, I could I could picture myself in a kitchen with my brother, and we're meat hammering out fucking elk tenderloins, right? Banging them out, dusting them. That's it. Give it a little fry. Home fries
1: coming out, Make sure little that country shit's gravy, been rarer, dude. you
0: know, and like, oh, dude, you're done. dude, and you're done. Fuck off if you don't like that, and you're done.
1: Yeah, <laughs> uh, but again, it's not about sophistication or price. No. Sometimes it might be because that was an amazing experience, but um. That isn't what food is, and that's why it's so important to me. I know it's important to you. Um, it's important to a lot of you guys listening. That's why we do it's consuming. It's 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 sustenance, it's putting something in your it's willfully in putting something in your mouth. There are people that won't touch a dirty napkin. There are people that won't uh get the walk around a puddle of something because they're so offended by it. This is the only thing that we do as people, and a lot with dating people and being with people, that you willfully exchange fluids. You put it inside of you to give you sustenance, and which I think is paramount of importance in living. Like That's why yes. we care about what we drink. We care about who we're with. We care about what we eat because there's very few it's things It's kind in of life.
0: why we do this podcast.
1: It's very much so. It's very much so. I mean, I mean, you know, we're obviously being—we just
0: found like like-minded people that actually wanted to talk about the same bullshit, right? You know what I mean? Amen. And that lends itself to like you and I have never actually sat down and made a meal together. Never. You know, it feels like we've, we've made talked 50. about it, but we haven't. It feels like we've made fifty. You know, and I know that were we ever to do that, that's either going to be the best experience ever, or it's going to be awful,
1: or because but, we'll end up killing each other. Yeah, because exactly. somebody will want to be in charge of this.
0: You seriously going to serve that broken sauce? You're going (laughs) to
1: fucking... Do you really think that needs more salt?
0: (laughs) That's the conversation. Um, I salted that. Yeah,
1: it'll be totally... I salted that. It'll be totally... Put it down. I salted that. Yep. It'll be totally polite, though. But I'm Um, not a chef. No. No, well, I mean, I I use that word very, very sparingly. People like to throw it around because it's cool now, but... um, we called the guy that ran the kitchen chef. Everybody else was just a cook. So um, I, yeah. when we say like chef, I was never a chef of a restaurant. I can cook my balls off. I, I think I, I'm a moderately skilled cook. That's and again, there's home cooks. And commercial cooks. Yeah, there's line cooks for sure, and prep cooks. I just feel there's like I, kinds of guys.
0: I know my way around a kitchen, and I right. know how to time things, and I know how to make everything come out at the same time. Yeah, and I know. You know what I mean? Yeah, like that, that little shit.
1: That's a that's so maybe a, I'm
0: kind of a home line cook.
1: You're a home. You're a home cook.
0: You know what and I mean? And that's. I just know how. Like oh, and I also know you don't put your fucking cast iron in the goddamn dishwasher afterwards. Uh,
1: by the way, if any of you have done that, please unsubscribe.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, get get out.
1: Get out. My mom used to do that. If you don't know God how to. God rest
0: her soul, that silly bitch <laughs> used to fucking put her cast iron in the dishwasher. And my brother and I would
1: You'd chastise her. Shit.
0: Like, look at your gray-ass cast iron, mom. Dude.
1: That's you know? Co- there's people.
0: There's no would... patina up on there.
1: Listen, <laughs> there's no seasoning on her cast iron. Um, there's a reason why if you go to an antique store and they have a cast iron, it costs more. Yeah, because it's been skillet. handled, dude, it's seasoned. It's, it's got, ready to go. It's got the residue of a million dead animals on it. And, and it's b- going to be the best pan you have in your kitchen. It's the best pan ever, dude. Yeah. yeah, unlike unlike people who, when they have the residue of other people on them, <laughs> not <laughs> exceptional. No, nah, it's not But great. I'm just saying. Um Boy, that was tangential.
0: It was. So anyway, listen, um, we're gonna take a quick uh, break.
1: Nah, we're just gonna go full dart, dude. We're not lying to you. We're no, not taking a break no, from. We're our gonna sponsor. smoke. We're gonna have a dart. We're gonna come back. Fuck y'all. And we're gonna talk music and then wrap this bitch up. Uh, thank you for putting up with us. Go to uh, go get some uh, go get some soul food, dude.
0: Yeah. Good luck in Durango.
1: Yeah. Well, you gotta make your own.
0: Yeah. Find a black kid. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Maybe right, he's got right, a mom. Because, right. okay. like, I don't know what the fuck else you're going to get in this town.
1: Whatever. Eat some oatmeal, Whitey.
0: You know, I just... <laughs> <laughs> it,
1: almost has like a, it almost has, like, a diluted Fanta. It is kind of... like You know what I mean? Okay. So, so, yeah, we moved on to the Blackberry Lime. Right. Blackberry uh, Lime and Marker Seltzer. So, we're on, we're on number three. And we'll get to the black cherry after this. Yeah, that's going to be the
0: wrap up because we've all decided that black cherry is
1: like <laughs> the worst potential. It's the Jimmy Fallon of seltzers <laughs> uh, uh, flavors. Of it's flavorings, the most for vanilla sure. like baseline fucking whatever. Also, um, oh, it's the Seth. It's the yeah, it's the Seth. It's the <laughs> yeah, Seth. Yeah, um, <laughs> not McFarland. No. Uh, no, no, whatever that guy's uh, name was. Whatever, Myers. Seth Myers. Seth, Seth yeah, 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 yeah. It's the Jewish Seth. <laughs> so but it's it's awesome you know what's cool about these two which we the color there it's not white so you know they're using actual fruit and this there's skin contact and juice involved because it's colored appropriately so like this has like a really dark kind of almost like a uh garnet sort of like yeah, bright garnet sure. sort of uh, coloring to it. so you kind of yeah, know fun. what you're drinking it's good stuff man i'm, I'm a fan i like it i'm a, lot. a fan um so, uh, Bobby, when we were uh, we took a little breaky poo. Uh, I, I I regaled Bobby with a story that he never heard of. And yeah, I'm gonna, we're going to tell it real quick because it's so goddamn. I funny. think it was what
0: three weeks ago Three-ish. that I told this story on the podcast. Right? Do you want to
1: just re- quick about recap? A quick of the
0: recap. Story? Uh, my friend, a uh, friend of the podcast, Tig Woods, and I. Uh, I was in a in Dutch. At the house, and uh, so we, we went out on a little drinky-poo day, and uh, we ended up at the ranch, and we met up with two lovely, lovely lesbian gals, and we had a great time. Right. We had a lot of fun. Right. And I've never thought about it since.
1: Right. So, and, and I didn't know that that was the conversation that I was about to tell him, because we just, we, we, we fucking connected all the dots outside. But uh, uh, I think we're calling her Rex. So yeah. Rex and I were out, and uh, she works with um, uh, a lovely lady. I won't say her name, um, but let's just call her. We took a picture next to the famous uh, uh, Cougars outside of the, the gallery. So let's call her Cougie. Coogs Okay, Cougs. Okay, so it was me, Rex, and Coogs, and we're hanging out. And this was this Friday. And she, they had told me that they were talking. And they uh, – she told her about a story of meeting a couple guys and said about the podcast. So they slowly realized that it was Bobby um, that they were hanging out with one night and, or one day. And they were just having a great time and talking. And you had told them about the podcast and subsequently they listened to the podcast. So I hope she's listening to this um, just because she's she'll get a chuckle out of it. But Bo- Bobby was with Tig and she was with her girlfriend and – I guess now you're saying that Tig ordered shots yes. for you guys. So you guys did that a sh- was
0: his opening gambit well, with the two lesbian girls that we were
1: never gonna like have any like any drift sort of thing. Us exactly uh, well for obvious reasons. <laughs> uh, but but that boy that sounds classic Tig. So so oh, yeah. anyway, no, but he still made a move. Hey ladies, um, <laughs> so they do shots, had a great time, wrapped it up, paid their check, and left. What they didn't know, Bobby didn't know, and um, <laughs> is that uh, all the shots went on their tab? Um, so when <laughs> when when she was telling me the story with with Rex, so Koogie and Rex were telling me the story. And apparently, she thought you guys put the shots on their tab, and yikes! And um, were very questionable about your integrity on that. And, sure. and then, luckily, Rex was like, you know, yo, that's I know him, and he would definitely not do that. That was just a mistake.
0: No, and nor would Tig. No, like, right, would you know. tig,
1: Obviously, well, yeah, he was yeah, in a yeah, moment
0: yeah, yeah. where he probably just didn't realize. He just didn't even signed it, it. He just signed it, paid it, it, signed it, and 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 bounced. And,
1: and so they thought they got hustled by a couple straight dudes.
0: <laughs> yeah, you know, it happens to the best of us. It's happened to some of my best lesbians. Get off
1: your lesbian ivory tower. <laughs> uh, no, but no, but, but I'm mortified to hear that. Uh, I told them. I said Bobby I, I, would be so upset. That that happened I know. like like you would you would willfully seek them out and probably buy them a shot as soon as possible.
0: that was one of my best single serving friend moments I've had in a really long time right you know we had a lot of fun
1: yeah I know because you were so like you were so like stoked about the the interaction. But it's so funny that it ended in them hating you guys. Yeah. (laughs) It's just so great. Yeah. They're like, we didn't even want a shot. Reinforcing (laughs) some
0: (laughs) shitty stereotype about straight men.
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Dude, we are all about white male privilege on the handsome boys. Well, no it's doubt about it. It's good what we do. Um, no doubt about but, it. <laughs> but I, we thought would be a, that would be a funny story for you guys just um, to dovetail it back into a prior conversation. Yeah, absolutely. Because that's what we do here. Well, we but like
0: to wrap up things in a prior and, and you would hope. Eventually, I'm hopefully going to have a conversation with Coogs and be like, "Yo, like this is not who I am." I've, and she and I'll knows. buy her a drink.
1: Well, she spent the remainder of that evening. In my butt crack dancing, yeah, um, for you just, know,
0: just getting loose, good amount of
1: time, sure, um, you know, because what else do you do to nineties hip hop but get sandwiched? Yeah, you know, right. You, you become the meat in the Chick Fil A lesbian sandwich. Oh, the man. aforementioned. I don't think uh, they're
0: going to put that on their menu, bud. I, I've, <laughs> I've read some press. I've read some press releases. They from Chick-fil-A. just don't serve it on Sunday. It's
1: Not their thing. Not their thing. Um, Not their thing. We're gonna bounce in, as you guys well know. Mr. Bivens and myself are um, all about music. I don't know. Can you imagine a world without it? I can't. Um, I li- I don't. I I think I literally wouldn't have my life the way I do. Um, it's been such a huge part of like. Because of it, it's bounced me into this. And then because of it, I've made friend- Bob, When Bobby and I first talked, we spent three hours talking about 90s hip hop. No doubt. So we probably wouldn't even be friends if it wasn't for music. I know there's a lot of couples that would have never gotten together. I know in my current relationship, it's a huge part of who we are and talk about and laugh at and play dumb songs that we didn't know we knew It'd, be, it'd be
0: really silly to think that these things don't matter. I mean, I've right? been in relationships like I, you know, as as you guys well know, I, I I've been in I was in a fourteen year marriage, sixteen year relationship, right. and part of the thing that sustained us for a really long time was just weird shared mutual interests and, and music being probably paramount, you know um, right? music definitely movies more so okay you know she was that gal that I could come home and walk in the door and she's been watching nothing but. Fucking Jaws, Sam and, Peck and he, he, you know what I mean? some crazy and shit. And she's like, Hey, I'm watching fucking Jaws. It's almost to the Indianapolis end. I'm like, Oh my God. Yeah. I'm like, fuck off. You're hot and this yeah. is happening. We're going
1: to right. have mediocre sex yeah. right now. I'm going to spend the rest of my life with
0: you, which turned out to be <laughs> yeah. like less than two years. But,
1: uh, <laughs> oh, ow, my ribs.
0: No, we had a good run. Ow, my, uh, my ribs hurt so much. Well, so the other day, uh, I had a thought yes I got onto a weird Facebook tangent and some of you guys that are my Facebook friends uh, may have even gotten involved in this little conversation but it was I had this moment where I was like you know the two best cover songs I've ever heard in my life are are from the same guy and our good friend friend of the podcast flip uh, jumped on the Remedy, and he's like Mike Patton and I'm like I well played well well played, well played flip so you know, although he said it was uh, War Pigs and Easy,
1: I'm gonna go. I mean, we've talked about this on the podcast, yes, and we've played it. We have. We played it when we talked. Which is about why play, I, when we talked to Angel yeah. Dust, we flipped in Easy, which is a Commodore. We song. did Easy, um, and
0: the, uh, we never I, touched on War Pigs necessarily, but no, we did the Bird, fun. We did the This Guy's in Love with You, Bert cover. Right. Cover exactly, which yeah. I think is actually my second favorite cover from Mike Patton. Um. After easy, and then I would put War Pigs in.
1: There, I would put, personally. I would put easy as number one, and everything else is tied for. I mean, eighth.
0: fuck off! Like easy is about as good a cover song as one of as the you're best ever uh, gonna hear. My I mean,
1: arguably, or... if you don't like the genre or the style, whatever. But I uh, bet it's, it's
0: Lionel Richie's favorite version of that song. W-
1: what else would it? be? And if it isn't, he's an asshole. Well, he's kind of a horse face jacket. Yeah, probably kind of but, an asshole. Anyway, uh, so. <laughs> Look at his daughter. Anyway, so uh, anytime you marry a guy that was a pop punk, what was that band of the guy that she was uh, kind of in the whole Sum 41? Oh, I know.
0: I know, you I know, know who, who you're, you're talking oh, about. Oh, God. They're yeah. so – they're Nightmare.
1: obviously so remember, rememberable. Rememberable. Uh, uh, rememberable. Rememberable. Um, but anyway, so Bobby, you said – you you threw out a group text and you were like, why don't we do covers? Yeah, let's do your favorite cover ex- except except because you, cause for you Faith knew no my More. first one was going to be I easy. Went, yeah, I was like, with the
0: caveat that we're not doing Faith No More. Thank
1: God, no, because that would have been the. But it
0: opened poem. up a door to like some really fun stuff, and, and I, I had so much inspiration, and I found a lot of stuff
1: that I didn't even realize were covered. There's some beautiful. Oh, oh, as far as like songs that were uh, man, yeah. man who sold the world being a yeah. famous. Cover. Well dude, how about like
0: Joan Jett and the Blackhearts? I didn't know that half of their fucking whole library. Entire <laughs> library was like really cool well, little covers. When you when Crimson you Crimson
1: and Clover oh, cover The the rock and roll yeah, song.
0: Yeah. Exactly. I love rock and roll is not their fucking song. No, it's song. a cover.
1: And and a lot of those, um, especially when it comes to um 60s, 70s, and 80s rock all took their fucking material from the 50s. Yes. Yeah, uh, they're almost direct rip-offs of songs that were already in existence. Right. This was pre-licensing, publishing, sueable. Sure, sure. Um, sort of material. So, um, and and Bobby and I are both. Uh, we we we've dropped the name Jeff Buckley around quite a bit. Um, I don't know. I, after Easy, my one B. And I'm going to say close one B is Hallelujah, Leonard Cohen song by Jeff Buckley. If you know that song, boy, do you know that song. Um, no
0: one doesn't know that song. They just maybe don't know that they know it. It's, Does that make sense? Yes,
1: but his rendition of his it. His rendition, might every, be, everyone has heard. Might be the most beautifully performed vocally song that um, has ever been made. I, I And I'm that's not
0: hyperbole. Well, he might be the most beautiful, singer, like, consummate person like that i've ever fucking
1: male like. he might be the best yeah. male vocalist that ever lived and it's kind of apropos that he had an album and a third
0: um, kind of right yeah. uh, he
1: will go down in history is i mean he's the the kid was an angel i and if you know buckley uh, you there's nobody that's heard um heard the grace album that hasn't been permanently affected by Jeff Buckley so that would have been my I've only met
0: one human that negatively spoke out against that album and you divorced her no I'm kidding (laughs) she actually liked Buckley but yeah like uh, my I don't fucking Charlie Curtis the original head fucking chef at uh, El What? you know it's a bad person he he tried to have this whole and I think sometimes he's just specifically being uh, contrary
1: he's contrarian
0: and um, he decided to tell me that he thought Jeff Buckley Grace was the most overrated album that he's ever heard. I'm
1: done with the conversation and at I'm that like, point. And I'm, I get it if stylistically you don't like it. Sure. but there's zero way that you can say that that. I wasn't... don't get that. I mean, okay, say you're a, you're a, you're an 18 year old black kid from Chicago listening to hip hop. I can understand why you don't like it. You won't play it. But fuck you if that if you you're going to tell me that that wasn't performed at at at, at fucking. Angelic level, I, I, even the one of the great
0: debut albums of all time. Of all time, I, and I'll and, go and up. And I'll
1: I'll go right up. And it's something
0: Jeff. I still listen to. I mean, probably on a weekly, at the worst, a monthly basis. I right. will put on Grace. I mean,
1: it's no Bush,
0: you know, but you know yeah I mean, I mean but who is i mean who's who's fred durst that was for you chetty ultimately that was for you know, Chuddy, buddy that was buddy. for the cherry
1: um anyway uh but we're going to do this is covers. for the Chud. this is <laughs> I, did <laughs> I did it all for the Chuddy.
0: i did it all for the Chuddy. The uh, Chuddy. <laughs> 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 oh my
1: god uh we're gonna go on some so favorite you, covers of ours yeah we want to do a couple of favorite
0: covers we're this is gonna be a short segment we only got two songs there's only two of us there's only
1: two of us um uh, and we're gonna go with some fire i hope you guys really enjoy this mine is from one of my i mean uh, as far as metal is concerned my favorite metal band of all time and i'm not going to put in tool or any of those bands because that's Tool kind of transcends that genre. Yeah, it's different. But uh, Black Sabbath song, uh, this is a such a famous song. it was done by a gentleman um, named Charles Bradley that uh, we're uh, we're going to, for editing sake, we're going to bypass the explanation of why he did the song. But this was done, he performed this right after his mother passed away. Yeah. And it was a very um, important song. It's so funny when you see guys. I mean, this is a six-year-old black man that's doing a Black Sabbath cover. <laughs> so, um, but of
0: all their of, of the Black Sabbath, uh,
1: there's they never made a song over, like this.
0: Like, like that's their yeah, it's the most meditative, uh hundred um, percent sort of personal it, song.
1: It really is. I mean, they they did some very powerful songs. The aforementioned War Pigs, of course. I mean, um, even the Dio years. But there, this was like piano and soft it was and, and very introspective and it was
0: Ozzy kind of going Elton John a little bit a little just, bit just like just really doing an amazing vocal performance too absolutely but Charles woo son son all, fuck it we're so, gonna listen to it.
1: and and so like think about you know uh, you think about it in the context of it where it's his mother that just passed away and yep. listen to his voice and
0: Um, yeah, I mean
1: that'll tear you up. That'll tear you up. Uh, that's just—it's just beautiful, and you can hear that how emotive and it, it's kind of a
0: perfect confluence of talents. That like like yeah. someone like Charles would like latch on to a Black Sabbath song. Yeah, it, it, it sounds weird in your ear, right? Until you actually realize Black Sabbath was a fucking blues band.
1: That's that ultimately. I mean, before Paranoid came out, their, you know before Paranoid really hit, which was their big break, before Masters of Reality, they were a blues band. There are recordings you can go back and hear early Black Sabbath doing blues covers because everybody did it. Zeppelin. Of course. Uh, Beatles. Um, everybody did blues covers. So you can hear them doing old Lead Belly and Sunhouse and Howling Wolf. And you can hear them doing all blues covers. And this... Especially when you hear it with the horns and you hear it with everything. Because on the album, when Black Sabbath did it, it was just a very simple piano. Um, it didn't have a lot of the orchestration that this version has. But the horns and everything. This sounds like yeah, you could almost imagine kids a sock hop, you know, right. like like dancing to Kind it. of last um, dance kind yeah, of Yeah, last dance, slow dancing. It has that same sort of... Um, composition uh, when they wrote it. And it's just it's just pretty and beautiful. It's a very
0: Americanized version of a very British metal song.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? So it's usually the other way around. It really is.
0: because <laughs> um, like, But Sabbath being the ultimate example,
1: oh, in my God. mind, I of mean,
0: British metal. I
1: mean, even though Led Zeppelin... Drawing
0: on American roots and then an American artist who's so prolific to, to find it.
1: To find the blues in it, and find and the, yeah, find that yeah. what that core of that is. And even though I've always said, even though Led Zeppelin gets credit because of an article that was written about him about it sounds like a bunch of heavy metal hitting together, like heavy metal. The derivation of it was from a Led Zeppelin article a guy wrote. Yep. In my mind, heavy metal begins and ends with Black Sabbath. Led Zeppelin was a rock band, and they were they were a, a rock b- band. amazing rock band. Don't get me wrong. But that metal, the crosses, the goth, the talking about Satan. That well, was well beyond awesome. that
0: even musically, the riffs. I mean, like like Iomi. Yeah. You know, Satan's coming around the bend. Oof. That that guitar riff, fuck off. Dude. I bam, mean, bam, bam, it, bam. that's one of the Page, chunkiest. Page
1: was blues, blues, yes. blues, blues, blues. Iomi he had a different boy, thing. Things were He created something. Yeah, and they did those weird rohes. And heavy, how often do you get to bridges? say that in music? Think about when that. When
0: you're like, oh, this guy did thing that no one else had done before. Oh, and by the way... Quick, like, that's Hendrix shit.
1: Quick... Oh, very much so. And by the way, all those guys would have sucked Hendrix's dick if yeah. you... And they, not you like he ta-
0: He sounds like Hendrix. He not doesn't. All.
1: Nobody sounds like Hendrix.
0: It's just that, like, his impact. No, I was like,
1: oh, fuck. You, this is a thing in my ears I've never heard before. Do you know what's funny? My The guy that recorded my band's album was a guitar uh, tech for a famous recording studio. He actually has a story of when Led Zeppelin got back when Robert when Plant and, uh, Plant and Page did their album. They did it at this studio. It's called the Record Plant yep. in in Hollywood. He had to teach Page his own guitar licks because he forgot him. Forgot him? Yeah. No clue. Wow. <laughs> he had to. He had to go. No, dude. No, 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 no. You you went up. That's right crazy. There and the chord progression went. And he was like, Oh yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. You forgot that one. I mean I expect that out of It's a, been
0: forty fucking years,
1: mate. It's been forty, 40 years. years. <laughs> um I expect that out of Keith Richards, but not Jimmy. Yeah, Jones. I've anyway. done
0: four hundred thousand pounds of cocaine,
1: mate. <laughs> you got me?
0: <laughs> By the way, have you got any cocaine? Can you score some, bruv? I mean,
1: really, this make this all go really a lot more smoothly. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, um, Bobby! Bobby has got a great one. I wanted to end it with Bobby because it's upbeat and fun. And honestly, this song always—I mean—and it's not because of the movie, but you just hear that the the tones of the song. It is—it's like musical sex. Well, yeah. I, I toyed with the idea, we talked
0: about it earlier, of, of bringing Jeff Buckley to this conversation. <laughs> but we'd all be crying but if we couldn't But because it's the my brother's birthday, and full disclosure, I played this song. I played Hallelujah, sorry, right. from Jeff Buckley at my brother's service. Wow. Because he's the one that introduced me to that and mm. that kind of thing. Wow. Um, he The only reason I really love Jeff Buckley, the way I love Jeff Buckley, is because of my brother Mark. And yeah, so I played Hallelujah, which I thought would satisfy all the weird Southerners and shit that were at my brother's service. Hmm. Um, plus, yeah, I think it's one of the most beautiful songs ever made. But mm-hmm. I thought, well, on, on a date like today, maybe bring in that to the podcast.
1: We would have not finished the podcast. We, yeah, we probably But I will promise you would one have thing, Bobby. Uh, 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 when you um, die untimely within the next couple of years, sure. I will play that song. All right, well, I mean... You're welcome. I'm
0: not sure that's the song I want,
1: but <laughs> I'll take it. I'll play Chuddy by Limp Biscuit. <laughs> So I, I <laughs> so I started going a little
0: outside the box, doing my research, kind of digging through my server and being like, okay, so what cover songs do I really love? And I felt a little weird about this one because it is kind of a, it had a moment in time. It, it, it entered as the zeitgeist for a minute, um, but I don't know if a ton of people that were Pulp Fiction fans really understood where that song came from. Right. Um, and you guys could probably guess from the context that I'm talking about Urge Overkill's version of uh, Girl, You'll Be a Woman Soon. And that song, of course, was written and performed by Neil Diamond. And I fucking love Neil Diamond. Do you? you Unapologetically, a, a, have no problem with Neil Diamond. A um, card-carrying
1: um, member of the Diamond did,
0: Foundation. I'll listen to Solitary Man. And <laughs> I'm like... Uh, Sweet Caroline can go fuck itself. I'm done with that song. Thank you. I, I was
1: hoping we were going to do a caveat for Sweet Caroline. That is Caroline. his
0: fucking brown eyed girl. Thank you. And fuck off with that song. Thank you. I'm done with it. Okay. And by the way, it's a great song. But fuck off with
1: it. What about, it's, we're done with it. What about America?
0: You know? No, that was, that was post-greatness. Neil <laughs> um, yeah. Now, I will say that uh, he did do sort of the Johnny Cash... Um, American Recordings he hooked up with Rick Rubin right? and oh, yeah. he did an album Famously. of songs that is really really good there's one particular track on that album called Delirious Love that is a fucking banger. Really? One of the greatest songs he's ever done. Delirious Love is unbelievable we'll listen to it off air before I go home to whatever i go home to and <laughs> it's really really fucking good um but to digress
1: going home to seltzers and squat racks yeah
0: yeah it's yeah, literally just d- garage seltzers um, <laughs> so um urge over kill girl you'll be a woman soon it's one of the most iconic um cinematic moments ever ever
1: Ever. Because
0: all you're seeing in this moment, and the context matters. Like, it matters. It made this song better. Thank you. Because the idea of just seeing Uma Thurman's lips clicking the fucking microphone button, the intercom button. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Travolta trying to find the fucking intercom, which has become a gif now. Like, everybody fucking posts that on everything. It's just such an amazing scene. And when that song hits... It's when, hit, when so good.
1: And by hit, you mean after the initial kind of like uh, go about when yes. the drums come in and the song oh. actually starts, and she starts moving around, yes. yeah,
0: her little Uma dance, little
1: Uma dance on those
0: big old ski boats that she calls feet, with her fucking, little
1: bob cut and her, you know nasty yeah. fucking um, cocaine problem. One of the hottest
0: female characters in cinema history, Amen. I would think. I mean, Mia Wallace. Anybody Just, who doesn't want some Mia Wallace in their life. Everybody wants a little bit. Like a little bit. Just a little bit. Every other Wednesday. Every other Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe we'll listen to a little urge overkill. Yeah. Girl, you'll be a woman soon. I love you
1: so much. Can't count all the ways I've died for you, girl. And all I can say is he's not your kind they never get tired of putting me down And I never know when I come around What I'm gonna find Don't let them make up your mind makes me want to go home and watch pulp fiction dude i know it's been a minute since i've watched i i I don't i don't overindulge in pulp fiction just because i love it so much and then i start you know i i I can't do more than once a year i I, that's kind of my thing for movies i love shining pulp fiction i think it's one of those
0: movies also that everyone thinks they've seen
1: Yeah, you don't think like everybody's seen pulp fiction i
0: don't think everyone's seen pulp fiction
1: i think everyone all the way through
0: i think everyone thinks they've seen pulp fiction
1: Blueberry Pancakes? Because
0: you've seen all the shit, right?
1: Well, you've seen like a video and then you've seen a blurb. And then but if you've you're seen an old prick like us, right.
0: then you can like recite fucking Butch and fucking The Girl yes. in the Cab. That whole boring ass fucking scene. But you right. know every word of it. But you know it. You know what I mean? But I bet there's it. a lot of people that are in their 20s or what have you that maybe don't really know that movie the way they think.
1: They you know do. what they know? They know the DJ Zed's dead.
0: You know? Yeah.
1: that. But kind they of don't know where it comes from. Yeah.
0: They know the Marcellus Wallace. Yep. You know, get some pipe. Get getting, medieval. You know, get some medieval on your yeah, ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All that shit. You know all that shit. But I'm thinking like uh, it's like Jaws.
1: Ooh, perfect. Yeah, you I know? think there's a lot of people. You talk I,
0: to some. I'm, I'm not gonna, gonna say, g- I'm I, not gonna shit on millennials. I
1: like them. I'm gonna say but, under under 40. That has become like that's part of our zeitgeist and has become part of everybody else's. But like that was an actual thing that happened during our lifetime, opposed to yeah. Like, um, it, For sure. it wasn't a meme. It wasn't a, a gif. It no, wasn't. That a, was the thing you did. That was the thing. That was like The Avengers. Yes. Like we would watch
0: that movie over and Absolutely. over again. Um Over and over again, from beginning to end on VHS. Uh-huh. Uh, on, yeah. Four and, by three.
1: And we had to rewind
0: it. You know, shitty. Sir, had to adjust my tracking.
1: Sir, adjusting tracking was a bitch, dude these kids don't all you old they don't fucks know. know what we're talking about they don't know um, we're gonna I know you little fuckers have never had to adjust <laughs> tracking <laughs> <We're> gonna... <laughs> while
0: you're dialing into your AOL account yeah exactly
1: fucking assholes yeah <laughs> uh, so yeah and that was when we were in our 20s so go fuck yourself god it really um, fucking was fucking was yeah I don't want to yeah. talk I don't want to talk about it it's gross So we're usually on the reel, to reel, to reel. Um, We do a little thing called Clutch Your Pearls pearls of Wisdom, which is essentially our opportunity to impart um, through our many, many, many mistakes we've made in our life, little gems that we've picked up along the way. And we like to do that just because... Nuggets. uh, nuggets, um, Little snacks um, that we've picked up along the way. And we do that, I think, and we like doing it because it kind of ends the show... Uh, with a little bit more gravitas and a little bit more um, an, of an upbeat sort of feel and a positivity, because sometimes we can get dark or stupid or gross or juvenile or all of the above. So we were thinking, what do we do? Because it's the handsome boys. So what do we do that's kind of within the same zip code right. of Kletcher Pearls? And we were thinking to do something called Be a Gentleman, Be a Gentleman, Be a Gentleman. I like so, that. so Bobby, what would you advise all these uh, lovely people? And this isn't just for men; it's for women too, because women could be gentlemanly. Well, sure. Anyone, anyone can
0: be chivalrous. And, chivalrous, and be, you know. Right. Well,
1: so, so you know, it's we're gender fluid here on the handsome boys. I've, <laughs> I've
0: recently been uh, uh, enlightened to the fact that um, I'm kind of a piece of shit, and that apparently when I promise drinks. To lovely lesbian ladies, right. I don't follow through. And <laughs> I would just say this if you're gonna buy someone a shot, buy them the fucking shot. Yeah. You know what I mean? Totally. Follow through,
1: bubs. Or don't, you know, like, you or, know? Uh, or even further reaching, like, don't stick people with their with tabs. Don't.
0: Yeah. Absolutely.
1: Period. You're, and this could be your mom, your friends. You're like, don't stick them with the tap. Don't assume somebody's gonna pay for your shit. Right. That's some dirt bag garbage shit. Right. And some we've lost along Until the way. Until I find some sugar mama, like well, granddad, that holds true. Well, you let me know. I, Does she have a dude, sister? That's gonna happen. Yeah. <laughs> um so yeah. So are you a gentleman? Always. Mr. Branderis? Always. Brandaris? You know me.
0: I'm sorry, you're not Branderis this week.
1: Well, we introduced ourselves <laughs> as such um but but no, you know you know me we're everybody that is on this podcast we 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 are the fight over the check guys um and i I'd like to remain so until the day of my passing so um yes, we're old school gentlemen we don't assume anybody's gonna pay for anything and and when they do we are rightfully so very grateful and we remember it and we make sure that on the next go around we're picking up the tab and Doing those things. That's important, man. Um, it builds camaraderie, I think. I think it builds a sense of trust and integrity. And those are your opportunities in your life with how weird things are to be able to d- literally do the right thing. And that accrues throughout your life. I think I think you stack those chips in your life and you can feel good about that and know that, no, I didn't burn this guy for that or I didn't burn this guy for sure. that. Sure. Um, I think that's important, and it starts with not sticking lesbians with shots. <laughs> yeah, oh. hey, he didn't know he was doing it. I'm so having a hard time. With that. I know you are. Uh, uh, I'm, oh, I'm full strugs. You're, yeah, are you on the yeah. struggles?
0: Yeah, I don't like that.
1: The struggles, <laughs> Fraggle Rock, dude. <laughs> are you on Fraggle Rock? Um, wow, that's such yeah, a
0: deep pool. It's like such it. a deep cut. Um, Everyone thinks they've seen Fraggle Rock. Everybody thinks they've seen <laughs> Fraggle Rock. Have you? But they
1: haven't. Have you? Um, Jim Henson, yeah. right? Didn't Jim yeah, Henson do Fraggle Henson. Rock? Yeah, that was Henson Studios. Wow. That was crazy. That was a that was an HBO puppet show. Really hard to find. Why? What do you? I've think tried that to is?
0: populate the media server with that, and it's really really difficult to find Fraggle Rock um there's probably some ways out there i would hope because i think i thought henson studios was going to have something to do with disney plus too at some point and they were going to release a lot of that stuff but I, I don't think that's actually happening so that's something i probably dreamed mm. um but i would love to be able to stream all those old
1: uh fraggle rock episodes that'd be sp- i wonder if they hold as horrible as i'm sure they are oh they gotta be garbage but I loved them. Yeah, they were fun, dude. Um, Come to a Rock. Yeah. <laughs> <Da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da>. <laughs> the, that should have been the end
0: of the, the show. The dog. I can't remember the dog, but the dog up, up.
1: Oh, the upstairs dog. When he was upstairs,
0: he was a dog. When he was downstairs, he was a puppet. Which oh I always thought God. was such a fucking cool, that's weird. mechanical that's... Boy, that's right. Like thing. I, I was like, wow, I... that really is awesome. Like down here, you're a puppet, homie. I'd... I forgot
1: about that. Wow. Oh, Maybe that dream that too. Yeah, fever dream, fever dream, <laughs> fever. Garage <laughs> Seltzer fever I dream. I do that a lot. Um, yeah, opening for Mongoloid for his kid. Yeah. Garage Seltzer fever dream. They're more of a jam band now. I know it's weird. Yeah, it's weird, weird that they've
0: just kind of gotten loosey goosey and yeah.
1: just kind of noodle around. Yeah, they kind of noodle. Once they got the xylophonist, I know, and they could barely play their instruments. So that's. <laughs> well, that makes it worse. I never wanted them to learn. At least Fish kind of knows how to play their guitars. <laughs> Old Trey, um, God, that's so. We are so in our own shit right now. We are. Um, my, my, my. Be a gentleman, moment. Uh, everybody is going to be, and and, and I was going to do this for my Clutcher Pearls, but I really, really, really think it applies. And this is unfortunately, I'm so sorry. Uh, kind of gender specific, or no, no, actually it isn't. This is what I would say. Be a gentleman, be a mensch, and um, make sure that um, you do the right thing in your life and take care of yourself physically um, so that you're able to enjoy your progeny. Um, I see I went to do that trampoline thing I talked about. I work out a lot. I value my athleticism and my ability to move around and not be sore for 15 days if I run a wind sprint. Um, I saw a bunch of guys... Watching their kids play on trampolines and not engaging with them, and I thought it was so sad. And I was so like happy, um, but I think that the gentlemanly thing to do is to put yourself in a position where you can enjoy your kids' life, enjoy your sex life, enjoy your life uh, being if uh, if you have if you have to move or do anything physical because you're so wrapped up in a cubicle and you become a softy. Um, I think it's so, it, it's the gentleman thing to do, to be able to put yourself in a position where you can contribute physically to a situation. Yeah, that's. Um, a, yep. it was a big thing and I realized, and it was pointed out to me and I didn't really think about it until after I'm like that, that's worth all the, you know, cursing I do working out is being able to have that sort of relationship with my kid. Um, and, and subsequently, You know, if somebody wanted to go throw a ball around right now or do a, you know, game of 21, I wouldn't feel like I got hit by a car the next day. Right. Um, take care of yourselves, guys. I know it's a computer world. We're on our phones and screens and all that. But don't forget, dude, Bobby and I talked about it because he's intermittent fasting. Um... How I think there's a thing that triggers in the brain, the survival instinct is important for men especially because we used to be hunter and gatherers and now we don't hunt and gather anything. Um, I think that's in our DNA to be that. That primal thing happens when you force your body to get in uncomfortable situations. A weird sense of uh, focus and drive. Right. And drive. Takes and over. I, I I, don't you think so on a no, primal I level? No, totally I totally believe that. I think that's important, man. I it, totally believe that. And it keeps us very virile and vibrant and engaged and um, just not soft. What, is, what do you like to say? Melted candles? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you turn into a melted candle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 And I,
0: I went through that stage, and I'm getting over We it. all did.
1: We all did. I mean, it's only basically when I was married. And, and I,
0: fuck off with the intermittent fasting, dude. I'm down two belt loops.
1: Dude, I'm telling you,
0: I... I'm a, a month i'm a 32 a month
1: i wasn't i was oh, a 32 yeah, when i was
0: 12 i'm 34 dude and i'm fucking
1: that's what i'm six saying. foot three that's what
0: works you know what i mean like that's,
1: it's that's, working that's the truth
0: eh, it's go it's snuggy, but you know what i'm saying
1: i know what you're saying but i'm not rocking the 38 no exactly <laughs> but but honestly like if you, have, if you guys haven't tried it if you're interested in like fitness or any or just health in general um, there's something to be said for making your body feel hungry. I talked to my daughter about this because she's like, Daddy, I'm hungry and I'm like, Baby, you ate two hours ago. You've never been hungry. You've been hungry. Yeah, feels and, there, like. and
0: and there's like a weird mental acuity that comes with hunger.
1: Yeah. Oh, it focuses you. Yeah. And it people really call it
0: hangry people call it hunger.
1: Like pangs or whatever. But it's not
0: that. No. It's your body locking in a little
1: bit and realizing, we got to go to work. It's your body sucking up resources and saying, yeah, exactly. We got to go to work. Yeah. And if you
0: do the intermittent fasting or you do the um, kind of keto-ish predator diet. Right, right. Carnivore diet or whatever. There's a, uh, yeah, carnivore diet. There's there's an an adjustment period. Mm -hmm. You're going to have a shitty three weeks. not fun. It sucks. And you're going to feel like your brain's uh, made out of fuzz. Yeah,
1: but I think it's
0: made out of mattress stuffing that, for that, three weeks.
1: That's that's how we're built. I mean, until we evolve into beings of light with no genitals yeah. or whatever we're gonna do, be in three million years if we last that long. Worry about that when you do it. For right now, we're more primate than we are that. Yeah. So I think we need to do uh, do the right thing and like we you have to force your body into no uncomfortable situations. It performs better. Says um, the guy that had a deep
0: fried eggs benedict this morning but
1: hey but you had greens cheat day you had a, yeah <laughs> by the way we'll, we'll end it on this crook crook and marker um just open the black cherry and drink it the best black cherry seltzer i've ever had in my life
0: yeah which is not saying a lot because most black cherry salts are They're all like cough hot medicine. Garbage, but like, yeah, th- it, 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 this does not taste like Robitussin. This literally
1: tastes like cherries.
0: It tastes like cherries.
1: It's not cough medicine. No. This I is appreci- a really
0: good product. Um, That's why I appreciate it about you. I'd like to see it kind of uh, get out there a little Let's bit. Let's
1: get it out there, boys and girls. Um, the handsome boys are happy to be able to service all of you beautiful people. I the takeover
0: you- is over.
1: The takeover is over. We love Next you, Sean Moe. We love you, Chetty Buddy. Um get better and we will be back next week um, like we said episode 100 is coming soon in two months clear calendars um, but uh, hook and crook and marker doesn't suck nope but
0: Prime Primus sucks. sucks. <laughs>